what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Back, unlike your favorite Targaryen from Game of Thrones. Man, wow. That's how we're starting this episode? Yes. Wow. All right, okay. I don't even know if we ever actually officially talked about Game of Thrones on we this never podcast. Did. We never did. You've watched it. Of course. I pseudo-watched it. You watched it like I watched Dragon Ball Super on With Twitter. memes. <laughs> Straight like I first of all I love it and I know I've watched enough to understand the context for most of it, mm-hmm. but still the memes for all of it was hilarious. Listen, the memes were the best part of anything. Yes, like I wish memes were around when The Wire was on television. Ooh. Can you imagine a whole meme series about Omar coming? <laughs> oh my goodness, that would be fantastic, dude. Memes are the most underappreciated form of communication. Memes are the cliff notes of the English language. Yes. And they're amazing. Yes. That is the most accurate description I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> but what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, welcome to that episode of Even More About Nothing, the podcast where we talk about absolutely nothing and everything at the same time. Right. I am one of your hosts. You can follow me on social media at Matt underscore Gutu. Formerly known as Matt, informally known as Young Gun Shogun. Well, I wasn't gonna go with that pseudonym, but since we're there, yes, Young Gun Shogun, aka Mateo, aka. Still not sure what any of this means. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Shout out to the OGs for like making AKAs a thing. Mm-hmm. And again, if you don't know who OGs are by this point, you're slacking. Jesus and Merle, the kings of the AKAs. Um, still, one of the funniest shows on and off television. Yes. First of all, uh, with Golden State and Raptors duking out in the finals, Jesus uh, has been hilarious. His tweets about Drake after game one, quite possibly the funniest thing on the internet. Yes. He's like, if Raptors win the series, Drake got the Infinity Gauntlet. Yes. Like, there has never been a more true statement. He has a number one song for a Spanish. What? Yeah, he's got it. He's got a, like a number one. Jesus. No, Drake. Oh yeah. Okay. Jesus uh, has. Jesus <laughs> has maybe a number one album for drinking Spanish wine and liquor, <laughs> but that's about it. But uh, I saw another tweet today. Um, oh, I should probably introduce myself. Yeah. What's going on? The other half of the podcast. Your favorite Nigerian is side of the Atlantic and Pacific. It doesn't matter which way you go. I'm here. Uh, I go by the name of Westside Mookie. It's a new thing. But it's here. I think it's here to stay. Although, with the possible return of... Actually, with the confirmed return of the Boondocks, which, which we'll talk about later in the show, Granddad Mookie seems appropriate. Especially if I have to have a second knee operation. <laughs> yes. What was it? What was you said? One good knee just as good as two bad ones. <laughs> I, I literally, yeah, I was helping. Was helping. We're helping Rafiki move, and I was like, "Listen, I just got a new replace. I got to replace my knee. One good knee. Having one good knee is better than having two bad knees." I was sorely mistaken. Because the other one's like, "Oh, bet." No, <laughs> oh, not even. I think it was exactly a week later. The other knee was like, "Oh, you want to talk trash? Here we go." <laughs> but um, I saw a tweet earlier that because Barack Obama was at game two. Yes, which of course we knew as soon as he popped up again two, we knew the Warriors were going to yeah, win. First of all, the way Steph showed up, his attire, we knew he meant business. Of course. Drake poked the bear. Facts. And then Barry showed up. Yeah. Draymond, here's the thing. When Draymond has more assists than Steph Curry, you know he's playing basketball. Yes. And we also discovered that Kyle Lowry should never, ever pick up a basketball again. As a matter of fact, I'm just going to go ahead and put this out there, knocking on wood. When Golden State wins the series, you know who's going to get a statue in the Bay Area? Kyle Lowry. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to replace Oracle Arena with the statue of Kyle Lowry. Just like... (laughs) Thank you very much for all your support. It's kind of like uh, the same thing with the 2014 World Cup when Mexico was on the cusp of not making it, Ooh. but then Zussi scored the goal that Ooh. sent them to the playoffs. Yeah. Yep. It's the same thing. Just revisit it. 
But anyways, uh, so Jesus tweeted out uh, a picture of Barack sitting next to Adam Silva. Adam Silva, and he, and he literally captured it. You know the Knicks are supposed to get the first round pick, right? <laughs> Hey, shout out to Adam Silver for being both the most dapper and the most, like, down-to-earth GM we've had in a long time. Do you see Adam Silver be locking down the handshakes at the draft? Yeah. Man, I think he hit, I think he might have crib rock across the stage one time. I was like, wait a minute, what are we doing? It, yep, it really be like that. Yeah, but basketball is a good place. Uh, it, series is tied, 1-1. Yes. Headed back to Oracle. They've got three games at Oracle? No, yes. two. Yeah, 2-2, two, two, then 1-1-1. One, one, one. Yeah. That, having them get that last win heading to Oracle. They have home court advantage. They stole home court advantage. And with the possible return of Durant? The confirmed return of Kevin Durant is, honestly, I feel like he was going to come back game three anyway. But with them being at home, for the next two games, I don't think he doesn't come back game three because he can't come back. If they if they split the games, it'll be 2-2 going into Toronto. You That's not the first game you want Kevin Durant back. Yeah. You want him at home at Oracle where he can get comfortable in the spots, where he can have the crowd behind him, where they can lack a little bit because – where he can lack a little bit because the Golden State bench plays well in Oakland. Shout out to Quick Cook and Jordan Bell. I have to like legally claim that I don't like Jordan Bell because of what he did to knock KU out of the final, out of the March Madness with while he was playing in Oregon. I'm still salty, so legally I have to proclaim that I don't like Jordan Bell. But shout out to him for doing his thing. Shout out to Quick Cook for knocking them threes down. Warriors tied it up. Drink looks ridiculous. Nike. Had a sneak drop on us this morning. We didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. But um, it'd be interesting. I'm really, really hoping for the Warriors to win because I have a lot riding on this game. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that for a second. So, actually, no, I don't know if I really no, want to talk about before it. Before we get into it, it was a big weekend for sports. It was. So, Huge. Uh, Champions League final happened. Yeah. Uh, there was also a boxing match that happened. Yeah. Um, and then also game two of the NBA finals. Yeah. Um, Champions League. Ended up being another Premier League match with Tottenham versus Liverpool. Yep. Um, really exciting game. And pretty pretty defensive. Ended up, like, even though the scoreline uh, kind of did accurately display, like, the prowess each had, it was a good battle back and forth with Liverpool winning. Yeah. And then we got a very interesting interruption from courtesy of Vitality Uncentered on YouTube. <laughs> Hey, listen, if you got it, you got it. She's just going to be banned for life from, I think that's the Olympic Stadium they built in Madrid. It was a terrible life decision, but, you know, somebody somebody YouTube got a bunch of followers off of that. Right. Uh, <laughs> pretty sure any of, like, the stewards, like, the guards are going to follow it, but that's a different story. <laughs> uh, but you bet on the game. Yeah, so, you know, I've got a couple homies who, you know, we like to talk trash to each other. And um, we just so happen to flow in some of the same social circles. One of those circles happens to be the sneaker circle. And so, you know, you get to yip-yapping, gip-gapping. Things get to be said. And I may or may not have bet. I bet. I bet a pair of Yeezys. So, if you don't know, June and July are the most... If you're a Yeezy fan, Lord, I, I hope you have a very blessed bank account. Because it's going to be a struggle. There are four Yeezys dropping in June and three dropping in July. There's a pair dropping on the 22. I think it's a slate. The 700s, I think it's the Stealth Black Joints, and they look sick. So we bet on a pair of Yeezys. I lost. I lost real bad. I bet on my guy, Harry Kane, um, which we all know you don't do. Not in the final. You never bet on Harry Kane in the final. Um, But I was rocking with my guy, you know? Harry Kane's not really my guy, but I got another close homie. Who is a Tottenham ride or die homie? Shout out to South Africa. I don't want to put his name out there, but I might. You know what? Shout out to the homie Umpo. Because he's a rider. We always we always pop up the J. Cole concerts together. It's always a good time. You know, Africans gotta ride together. So he's a Tottenham rider. And so, vicariously through his vigor and spirit, I was like, 
Harry Kane's been solid this season. They've been clicking as a team. Obviously, Muhammad Salah is the man. But it's Ramadan. He's fasting. He can't possibly be on his top game. He was. He was. He put that ball right in the back of the net. <laughs> There's nothing. Two minutes in. <laughs> Two minutes in. He put that ball right in the back of the net. Nothing we can do about it. I was hoping. I was like, all right, let's, you know, let's pull it back. Nope, they scored two. So I was like, all right. I was like, all right, you know what? I got another chance to redeem myself. I was like, fight tonight. Let's call it even. He was like, now nah, I want my easies. I said, bet. Clear the deck. Run it back. Double or nothing on Anthony Joshua. I've been watching tape all week. I'm a, I'm a Deontay Wilder fan myself. I just like his personality. I think he's a good guy. I watched him beat up on a bunch of bullies all week. So I'm like, I like Anthony Joshua, but I'm a Deontay Wilder fan. Until I found out Anthony Joshua was Nigerian. Then I was like, all right, cool. I got a bet on Anthony Joshua. As you know, I'm Nigerian. Legally, I'm obligated to support all Nigerians in all forms of nonsense. Legal or illegal, they're it's my It's funny cousin. how you catch everyone in a pyramid scheme, Except including Nigeria. yourself. <laughs> exactly. I'm just, it's, it's just the, it's the way. It's our way. He's my cousin. I cannot not support my cousin Anthony Joshua and trying to go for greatness and defeating what we thought would be an easy fight because Anthony Joshua looks like Adonis carved out of rock. And Anthony Andy Ruiz looks like, you know, he just ate a few mini churros. But all them churros came because he put hands on Anthony Joshua. And in what is being called the biggest upset since Buster Douglas beat Mike Tyson, took four belts in one foul swoop. So I now owe my homie two pairs of Yeezys. <laughs> but I have yet to redeem myself because I texted him immediately after he was, because we were sitting together. He was like, fam, I think you lost. I was like, oh, no. I got that tweet. He was like, so, which two pairs am I getting? <laughs> I said, triple or nothing, run it back, Warriors in six. I think I might have got away with this one. See, the thing is, like, triple or nothing? Triple or nothing. Triple or nothing. Why would he accept that? Because he, Kawhi is the claw, and if he wins, he might he, he's robbing the bank. Pretty much like... Gucci Mane robbed the bank. But if he loses, he gets nothing. He's probably going to get... We're probably both going to get the shoe anyway. Except I would have been paying for it. Yeah. But still, he gets nothing. Like, he still has to pay for it. I'm just saying it's a good thing he doesn't listen to the podcast. He's too busy. (laughs) He's got a real job. Uh, Not that we don't have real jobs. We got a real job. His job is in a different tax bracket. So, he knows about the podcast. He just doesn't listen. So, you know who you are. Well, we might have you come on a podcast after the bet is won. <laughs> after <laughs> it's been settled. After the bet's been settled, might have to hand you your three easies on camera. Or, you know, we just call it a good day. Call it a good run. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, right now, triple or nothing, riding on the Warriors, three pairs of easies or nothing. And, hey, listen. In the words of the great American poet Pusha T, if he rides, he rides. Don't punch him in his room. If he cries, he cries. I mean, I'm smart enough not to bet on sporting events. No, but like, let's talk about boarding. I, I've never, never bet money. I take it back. I take it back. I bet $100 on the, Spur- on the Spurs to beat the Le- LeBron in 2010. I lost that bet. <laughs> I should learn to not bet. But the next year I won, I won, I got, again, I doubled and nothing the next year. Got my money back. It only took a year. It only took a whole year. And Tim Duncan. <laughs> took a whole year and Tim Duncan to get my money back. Yes. But yeah, so right now I'm uh, two Yeezys in the hole. I mean. So he- Kevin Durant, I, please. You're already my favorite player in the league. I need you back. Back real bad. Real bad. Speaking of comebacks. John Witherspoon. John Witherspoon? Yeah. Confirmed that Boondocks Season 5 is in production. If you don't know who he is, he voices, he's Pops in Friday and next Friday and Friday at the next. He's also Granddad. 
Um, the Boondocks comics has been back for a while, but we're getting season five of the animated series, which we got season one, two, and three consecutively. Mm-hmm. Took a break. Season four dropped. We all went wild. I think the general consensus was, oh, it was good, but it just didn't quite feel as good as the first three seasons. Yeah. So I'm a little nervous for season five because it's been so long, but um, I'm excited. Yeah, and I think they said one of the main issues with season four was they carried on without one of the original show writers. Yeah. And I think it's said that he's back for season five. Good, because... There's just some there's something special about the first three seasons. Oh yeah. I mean, we can list the the R. Kelly episode. Yes. The the candy episode. Uh when Brock first got elected. When Brock first got elected. Uh the jail episode with Tom losing Stink his mind. Stinkmeter. Stinkmeter returns. Any Uncle Ruckus episode. Any Uncle Ruckus episode. I mean the Itis. Mm-hmm. Classic episodes. The uh, basketball episode. Yes. Dear police, we didn't see nothing. Signed, everybody. <laughs> Classic. And I, I've seen it probably with the TL, but the kickball episode. So good. Was that season three or was that season four? I think that was season four, actually. That was extra for no reason. That If there's anything that would like qualify Boondocks as an anime, it's that episode. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Also, the last episode they had for season four was very out there and I enjoyed it so much. So good. Worth watch. That that last that last episode is worth the so so hit and miss jokes sharing here all of season four because mm-hmm. that last one was solid. Um but let's talk about like the caliber of actors on the show. Regina King does the voice of both Huey and Riley. Mm-hmm. Um so obviously she's an amazing actress, very versatile. John Witherspoon, granddad. Um We've got Samuel Jackson, um, but unfortunately, uh, Charlie Murphy is gone to be with the Lord, so we don't know what's going to happen with his character on the show. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll ret- retroactively just, you know, give him his burial scene. But yeah, Charlie Murphy was integral to that show. He was, um, what's the, it's the W, I can't, I can't remember, I can't remember if we're getting this right now. Worth somethings. Yeah. Grandson, and it was a, it was a hilarious part of the show. So we'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, um, I I still recall the two episodes that never made it to the states. Yeah, the BET episodes. The BET episodes. They're online, dude. I remember because as soon as we found out, I was just like, "Oh, word!" Because um, I think I was in early high school at the time when I found out about them, and I was just like. Yo, this is like actually a thing, and found out, and of course it aired in Canada. <laughs> Listen, there's so many shows that we lost that continued on in Canada. So, hey, listen, if the chicken, if the flight tickets are cheap after they lose this championship, I might have to make a trip to Canada, right? Hang out in Toronto for a little bit. Norm Kelly, can pick up that arm. sushi I accidentally <laughs> ordered six months ago. Yeah. Did I tell you how I accidentally ordered sushi? Yes, yes. Yeah, in Quebec. I how? Listen, I typed in new. I typed in Niji sushi, and Google already has my location enabled. Why the first Niji sushi that pops up is in Quebec, Canada? I have no clue. That's. Listen, you type in Pizza Hut, you scroll to the first one. Usually, it's automatically. Well, I guess we're conditioned to just be like Pizza. The first one is usually the closest one to my location. Yeah. There aren't too many Niji sushis in suburbs of Kansas. So I'm like, ah, must be that one. So when I get a voicemail of French, I'm like, uh... <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> what are we doing? So, sorry, I'm sure you have the wrong number. <laughs> and then you hear Niji Sushi and you're just like, oh, like, what I get myself into. Oh, man. It's like, this Here is we go again. <laughs> it's like, this is, this is the worst of the time I went double or nothing on Yeezys. <laughs> I don't know. No, honestly, that that might be the worst. <laughs> uh, that might be the worst thing I've done in 2019. Yes. Um, but no, super excited to have uh, Boondocks back, especially if they have all the show writers. Uh, because for one reason or another, everyone's just been going back with revivals and reboots so far. And, and it's, it's not it's always a good thing. No, it's not. I've be, stop being lazy. 
the rich homie Chance Chamberlain always talks about the creativity in the room is lacking. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Get something new. Do something new. We try something. Like we thought Toy Story was already over. Toy Story Four coming. I mean, it looks funny. It looks we'll go see it. It needs to end after this. Yes. I don't know how it doesn't end after this. I think that's why I'm so interested in Twenty One Bridges. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it. We've gotten cop movies kind of like this, but not one that I've, there's hasn't been one that I've seen like this. Not in a long, long time. And I'm so glad that Chadwick Boseman is stepping up to play. My like honestly, I know Chadwick Boseman already has like his Oscars, because um, forty two, twelve years a slave. Yes. That man's acting repertoire is legendary. Listen, a lot of people do not give him credit for his acting chops. But, I mean, the versatility... A, I think we need a little bit more diversity because Chadwick Boseman cannot be the king of Wakanda and Jackie Robinson and a freed slave all at the same time. (laughs) But, um, give him credit for him to be able to play Jackie Robinson, a freed slave, and then move to king of Wakanda. All within the span of five years. Yes, and he's going to be... a. He's going to be, uh, I, don't, I don't know what the term for it is, but he's going to catch cop killers, dog. Easy. Bounty Hunter? Yes. No. Bounty Hunter? Avenger? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He's, he's the guy the cops call when they're just like, dog. But he's, yeah. They're capping cops. He's in these streets. Dude. I, like, there aren't a lot of, like, non, like, superhero video game related movies that I'll go see. That is one I will see. That and Gemini Man. Shaft? Three looks interesting. I never saw the other ones. I um I want to say I pseudo grew up on those shafts because again, shout out to my uncle B, um, my mom's younger brother. He would come back into town and would just watch movies, and I would just hang out with him and just watch what he. First time I saw Demolition Man was with my uncle. I don't know if I had any business watching Demolition Man, <laughs> but I was watching it with my uncle. Um, my mom doesn't listen to this podcast, so shout out to you, Uncle B. You're a real one. Um, listen. Spawn, Blade 1 and 2, um, Demolition Man, uh, Terminator, Rambo, all of those movies I watched because of my uncle. There's another Terminator movie coming out, isn't there? There's another Rambo movie coming out. Oh my gosh. They're both literally that, ancient. That, that ad makes so much sense now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there watching Game 2 of the final, scrolling through Instagram, and then I just see... Uh, Sylvester Stallone with a bow and arrow and I was just like what is he doing? the heck is going on here? guess what the title soundtrack for Rambo is what? got the horses in the back oh. the horse talk is the time Lil Nas X <laughs> as long as Columbia Records is making money off of that they will force him to milk that fam eight times platinum already? that is insane eight? he's about to go diamond yeah. off his first Song. Yes. Like, he actually, honestly, again, quick sidebar, because, you know, this is it's a Sunday episode. Usually we record on Saturdays, but it's a Sunday episode. We can start being more revealing, show you guys some BTS footage. On Sunday nights, we kind of do what we ever want. That's why we used to battle on the roof. The loser had to jump. <laughs> so... He's got a lot of he's got a lot of songs in the in 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 the in I don't want to call them the bag because we haven't really got anything for him besides four different versions of horses in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's got Panini, Titanic, Titanic. Um, they don't want it, and then the song with uh, Young Thug. They sound like hitters, but if this kid doesn't drop something soon, I I'm gonna need him to go. Mm-hmm. But he, his Twitter is hilarious. I love his it. Instagram is getting funnier, but his Twitter is hilarious. I love it because one time he was just like, "Hey guys, I'm doing a show. Pull up and just like sends uh, like this address, and someone legit pulled up, and it was a penitentiary." <laughs> 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 and so they were just like, someone added him, like, so this is this like. So this was like I pulled up and I'm really upset because like like what happened and he quoted he's like listen y'all gotta understand mentally physically I am a troll <laughs> <laughs> but he did come through for a bunch of kids so 
the last day of I'm not the last day of school. I'm on some sort of assembly. All the teachers gathered the little elementary school kids in the gym, and they played horses in the pack, and the kids were going ham. He saw this video. He was like, when they want a free show. He pulled up a week later, and the kids had no clue. Um, they were like, why are we doing this thing again? Didn't we do this last week? And then he came out in, shout out to Wrangler, right? Like Lil Nas X branded Wrangler gear. Um, that is marketing at its finest. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know who he, I don't I don't know who was his manager, um, but Scooter needs to start managing. Scooter, hey Scooter, yo, cut this, yo, get this kid signed soon. We need him. We need him under the brand. We need we need a Lil Nas X X cross. We need a Lil Nas X and a Lil Dicky album. That is what we need in this world. Di- Scooter. Scooter, sign the little Nas X because I need a collab album with him a little dicky. I never knew how much I needed that until you said it. Fam, I have been contemplating how to make this happen for months now. I was like, <laughs> as soon as Earth dropped, I'm like, oh yeah, Lil Nas X would have killed it. He would have smoked that. He would have smoked the feature on that. Dude, that blows my mind. Scooter, listen to me. You got Demi Lovato? Cool. I know you're on tour with uh, Ariana Grandum right now. Whatever her name is. Uh, Ariana Venti or Grande. <laughs> Grande. Frappe. <laughs> Frande. Ariana Ice Mochaccino. Uh Shout out to Pete Davidson, by the way. Like, really nice recovery from that one. Like, solid plays, my guy. Anyway, Scooter, go ahead, sign him. We need, we need, we need a, we need an album featuring Lil Nas X. Throw in a little Ed Sheeran because you're in with him now. Mm-hmm. Get us a little Justin Bieber on the harmonies. What? That album would slap. But like you said, he's got to drop something soon. If the record labels got let, like, and we talked about a little bit. I think it was before we actually got yeah, to the podcast for sure. Uh, gatekeeping with record labels because. Um, prior to like the last year or so, like last couple of years, maybe I would say 2015 is when the walls really broke down. But like, as with most things, there were a few like Outliers. if you if you're talking about like the innovation spectrum, you have uh, kind of like the first responders. Yeah, like true innovators. Then you have uh, I don't know what like the technical terms for them are. Because I didn't pay attention at college. But then you have, like, essentially everyone that follows. And then you have uh, Deadbeat, Dead Last. That's what I'm going to call them for now. Um, in terms of, like, in 2015, around that time, you started to see that shift with all this, like, first third of the spectrum starting to break walls where it's like, okay, it's it's corny, it's stupid to gatekeep musicians from releasing music that their fans are asking for. Um, but there was still that chunk, the other two thirds that were holding on to that. And like, even with this year with John Bellion, after releasing an album mm-hmm. and then preparing to go on tour, he's like, I don't want to keep holding on to music. I want to make what I want to make and I'm going to release it when I want to release it. And within a month, he's already given us three songs. Yep. And all of them have been really good. None of them are the one I want him to do. <laughs> Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, we saw it with Frank. Frank was like, oh, yeah? Cool. Um, he dropped a 24-hour-long music video, and then it was like, all right, cool. I've, I've successfully completed my album obligations. Goodbye, record label. I'm independent now. And Drops an album on iTunes. Yeah. Drops, I mean, because we all... Great, his greatest his album. best album. Like, his... Frank might have three albums. Like, as legendary as Frank is, like as much credit as we give Frank for, like, cause he is a he is an amazing artist and will only continue to get better. Frank has three albums. Technically two. Because the 24-hour one is in video form and it only exists on iTunes. But then he made a play and is now dropping it in like title succession form mm-hmm. as an independent artist. Ooh. So that's a power move. Yes. Joe Budden. Partnering with, uh, again, this was another big move, Joe Budding, not making the, the typical podcast plays, get a bunch of partnerships and sponsorships, like, is independent for a very long time, 
gets the Spotify deal, really breaks that door wide open, and then now, like, this, I would say Spotify podcasts have kind of surpassed iTunes podcasts mm-hmm. as far as, like, new talent. Like, iTunes podcast is the foundation. It's the house upon which podcast, like, podcasts live. Like, everything exists on iTunes podcasts. It's just where the ears are. Kind of like if you're doing video content, you have to be on YouTube. Yeah. That's where the eyes are. Um, but if they don't innovate soon, Spotify is going to get anything, like get in the way. And again, I said it off air. I'm going to say it on air. Shout out, credit to uh, Q, um, not Q, Coach K and P over at um, Quality Control Management down there in Atlanta, Georgia, my favorite city in America. Uh, quality Control Management has everybody in the South. Like, if you're a big artist in Georgia and they have Little Yachty, the Migos, all three of them. They've got Cardi B, they've got Lil Baby, they've got City Girls, and they've got Rich the Kid, technically. Those are five of maybe the ten biggest names in rap. Like, the only name bigger than all of those names is Drake. Mm-hmm. He's too busy. Giving, uh, getting Nick, free Nick, planes. Nick Nurse uh, shoulder rubs. Oh, yeah, giving Nick like... Nurse shoulder rubs and cursing my man Anthony Joshua. Listen, every Nigerian competing in anything competitive, stay away from Drake. I'm bidding on y'all. I can't afford to give out that many Yeezys. <laughs> uh, but um, with all this talk of uh, resurgence, um, and like going back to with boondocks happening um, specifically, it's it's really weird thinking about all these shows that straight up were anime, but like people didn't want to recognize it as such because mm-hmm. Westerners were in this like weird pocket of mindset that is like anime is like so weird. You can't really blame them because at it the is. T- at the it time, is. listen, and I'm just going to say this name and we're going to move on. At the time, the anime was really coming up in the, in the West. We were getting a lot of good anime. Akira, Blue, uh, Trigun was popping, Blue Lagoon, Cowboy Bebop, Lupin the Third, um, the original, original, original um, Inuyasha. Back when we only had six Gundams. Yeah. Maroni Keshin, Gundam. There was also anime like Witchblade flying around. So I can't really blame the Westerners for being like, uh, we don't really trust this. Nah, we don't mess with that. Yeah, and then Sailor Moon got real weird towards the end. Like, real weird towards the end. So I can't really blame them. But give credit where credit is due. Boondocks, Avatar. Avatar. Teen Titans. I don't understand how Avatar isn't considered an anime. It really is. It is a Western anime. The Samurai Jack is not. The first Samurai Jack anime. isn't considered an anime, and I don't understand how because that's that is anime. Afro Samurai. Had Afro, a Sam- really Afro long Samurai run here. is so good, and it again by definition classified on Wikipedia. It is anime. Yeah, Samuel Jackson voiced that, s- smoked that. He smoked that role. I remember watching the movie for the first time. So good. I remember buying the game. It wasn't great, but I had to buy it off principle. Yes. Just because, you know, for the culture. For the culture. You do it for the gram. Um, but with them, because it's becoming so popular, NBA stars are wearing them on their shoes. You, yeah. We talked about how they're using them in commercials. Yeah. Turning Steph Super Saiyan, turning Messi Super Saiyan. Yeah. Um, Which, again, they got to diversify their anime use because they literally, every, like, I feel like all the big companies, though, what's a popular anime that the kids like? Dragon, Dragon Ball. Ball. And then they, they, they're they over-marketing it into the ground. We're just like, the hardcore anime fans who were getting made fun of back in 2005 are like, fam, there's more than one Super Saiyan. Like, do something with Vegeta. Give us somebody who looks like Krillin for crying out loud. Make Danny DeVito look like Krillin, and I'm whoever whoever can make that marketing play. You have my money for whatever product you're selling. <laughs> yes. Um. True, but 
we also have now they're starting to profit off that making the movies and as such be here live action movies happening yeah we've got a ton of live action movies for a ton of anime that we've not liked uh netflix has done a horrible job of releasing everything from death note to bleach which was and then the worst of all (laughs) attack on titan live action not great i forgot they did that it's a good. It's a good thing you did. I think I made it thirty seven seconds into. They that did. Movie. They've done a Ronin Kenshin. They've done Ronin Kenshin, which wasn't terrible. So and you mentioned Death Note. Yeah. Um. They did one other. What was it? Full Metal. Yes. Which was thirty seven seconds also. <laughs> but this is, for all intents and purposes, a big budget movie. Kakaguri. They did Kakaguri. They did Kakaguri. You're absolutely right. Uh. Akira, this is a big budget movie. Not only is the original animator, writer, but the creator of Akira is actually not only just... He's directing the movie. Um, They've got a ton of the original voice actors helping out. They've got um, anime consultants on the team. They've got the original composer for the music back. So... Cautiously optimistic is where I sit. Where do you sit? I want to say I'm going to it with no expectations just because of the track record of everyone else. Um, If I could be mildly entertained, I'll count it as a win. Yeah, for me, obviously I'm an Akira fanboy, to say the least. I have seen the original Akira in the original Japanese format ten times. I've seen the dubbed umpteen times. Like, there was a point where that movie played every 10 days in my house. Like, I think there was a point where I was here and I watched it three or four times. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, a, it's a good movie. It's something you can put on, watch in the background. But if you sit down and watch it, it always grabs you. Even if you know what's happening. Even though it's, you know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. it always just grabs you. And it's one of the animes that... the historic bicycle side turn scene has been replicated in everything from the Ninja Turtles, Batman, yes. Arrow, Teen Titans, um, Marvel Avengers. Um, it's It's got so many different kind of shots in it. It's got so many different factors as far as... Um, storytelling um it's quite layered it's int- it's intricately layered um and you can pick apart akira like there could be an entire podcast series breaking down akira frame by frame and i would listen to it mm-hmm. but for the regular for the regular anime crowd i think this is one of those things we're very nervous about because again akira is considered by most as a, go- as a god tier anime a lot of people don't like it and that's fine but a lot of people consider it god tier mm-hmm. it's just one of the forefathers so now, do you, I, I forget who's directing it, but do you think there is anyone who can... Like, of course, they have the original show writers mm-hmm. um, and directors for the original Kira Project, but do you think there's any uh, live-action directors that could do justice to that kind of film? Guys who are directing John Wick. Hmm. Yeah. Because they get that dark... And when I say dark, I mean both, like, thematically and visually. Um, They can shoot that very well. They've got um, moving action well. The thing I like about John Wick, though, is they've... Most of their action scenes are in small, compact spaces. Akira has a lot of highway action. It's got a lot of big explosive scenes but it's really known for its pacing and the guys who do John Wick have mastered the pace of that movie Mm -hmm. Um, so if I can get across again another another Keanu Reeves movie the Wachowski brothers who directed The Matrix and the guys who are doing the, the John Wick movie now to somehow come together and the four or five of them 
help direct this movie, I would love it. Also, Christopher Nolan because Batman. Mm, I don't want James Cameron to direct it because it would take another 30 years for it to release. But James Cameron... Cinematics would be on point. Yeah, but... Oh. Oh, yeah. Russo Brothers, I'm not sure. I would think because they've paid so much attention to detail and given so much love to the Avengers series based on comic book lore, I I, I think they would give that same love and attention to Akira, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. An anime, I think think they would smoke that I think people would actually watch. Didn't get credit... I think it got credit from the people who like read the the manga. Slam dunk. Mm. I think the Russo brothers would smoke a, a like a live action slam dunk. But then again, they got to find a bunch of white basketball players that are under six foot. Because if you, reading the, reading the anime, do do you know where we live? Good basketball <laughs> players that are under six foot. Because yeah, no. When you're reading the anime, you're like, oh man, I don't understand the metric system. The tallest dude in the entire anime is six five, and they were terrified of him. Yeah, but and then like, wait, you do the math, like, dude is six five. That is maybe average. That's that might be closer to like the short end in the NBA. <laughs> in the NBA, I may be like two or three dudes on the team. Um, I mean, Steph is six six, six three. <laughs> Steph is not six six. Steph is six two, six three. Um, and that was one of the taller dudes on the team. So they would have to retrofit a lot of things. But Slam Dunk is a classic, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not a lot of people watch sports animes. And if you don't, don't knock it till you try it. There, there are some good sleeper sports animes out there. Want to give some more sleeper sports animes? Ooh. I don't know if I can call Kurokono Basket a sleeper anymore. Until it's on ESPN, it's a sleeper. Kurokono Basket is a sleeper anime. <laughs> Prince of Stride. Prince of Stride. Definite sleeper. So good. So good. Only 12 episodes. Criminal. Criminal is only 12 episodes. I'm hurt. And even though it's adapted from a video game, it deserves a second season. Also, uh, do we want to talk about... Um, Ace of the Diamond. Ace of the Diamond. Ace of the Diamond is really good. Um, the boxing anime we just finished watching last year for Funimation. Megalobox. Megalobox. I know people think it's just a straight-up anime, but if you consider how much boxing history and terminology and knowledge is in that anime, it's a sports anime. Yeah. A lot of people don't consider it. They consider it an action anime. It is a sports anime. And it also following the same sport, Hajime no Ippo. It's not necessarily a sleeper. It's pretty iconic. Yeah. Um... If you ever go on YouTube and look up top 10 anime punches, guarantee you at least two of them are from Hajime no Ippo. Facts. And then, uh, we don't consider the sport here. It's considered more of a game or an activity. But um, on the west side, on the eastern side of the world, it's definitely considered a sport. Go. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you're referring to Hikaru no Go? Yeah, Hikaru yes. no Go. Uh, I remember reading that. Um Really good, very interesting concept. Um, I do recommend that to people. Hikaru Go is such a good one because, again, it shows anime can be interesting, complex, and exciting without anybody getting punched in the face. Except for that one time. (laughs) (laughs) Fan to the face. Uh, Yes, no, it's all that because every time you think of uh, anime, people are just like, Oh, screaming, violence, boobs. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it doesn't have to be that. It does uh, not have to be that. Um, is a perfect representation of that. Um, if we're jumping sports, uh, Night in the Area is a really good one. They, I don't think they ever really finished that one, but it's nope. a soccer anime. Um, but then there's also uh, Inazuma 11. Um as well as Days. Days is another really good soccer anime. That's a really good one. Um, IGN put up a list of top five best anime dubs. English dub. English anime dub. And 
we heard it and agreed. It's yeah. a good mix of contemporary and classic anime. Um, the list consisted of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z original, Dra- Dragon Ball Z original, uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, which is on, which is getting a ton of attention, a ton of a ton of views on it right now. Yeah, thanks. Thanks to it being on Hulu. Yeah. Thanks to it being on VRV. It just hit the 20th anniversary. Just hit the 20th anniversary. So they had the OVAs come out. The OVAs got redubbed, got re- that got cleaned up, and got dropped. Well, these are... So, the OVAs... Uh, so, they had a 20th I, did anniversary. Did I say OVOs? I think I might have said OVOs. <laughs> the OVAs. No, like, these OVAs are, like, brand spanking new for the 20th anniversary that they did. So, that was really good, because um, they had... I think one of them was a redoing of the last episode. Yeah. But the other one was from when Kurama and Hiei first met. So, yes. Yu Hakusho correctly getting a lot of love. Um, there was also Cowboy Bebop. Which was probably the best one. Yes. I keep asking me, Cowboy Bebop is the place most people should start with anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would recommend Trigun, but pacing is slow, so you kind of have to slow through that one before it gets good, and the conclusion isn't really a conclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, before you get to graduate to anime, um, what we call Anime Academy, a.k.a. Naruto Bleach. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, a lot of fillers, so you got to know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you end up watching Skypiea three times in a row. <laughs> Just like your boy. Speak for yourself. Just like your boy. Um, and then you can really get into, like, the good stuff. If you could create an anime academy for your friends who don't or haven't watched anime before and be like, start here and end here. Pick five animes. Ooh, pick five? Um, now, there will be a little bit of overlap just because if you've listened to this podcast before, you absolutely know what we're going to pick. Um, just from previous episodes of what we said, um, in no particular order. Well, I guess there'd have to be some sort of order. Um, I definitely want them watching Kaze No Stigma. Of course. Uh, really good one. I watch it pretty frequently, like once every like couple months. I'll just go back and I'll watch it. Um, and you want to tell them why it's so easy to watch? Um, honestly, that's a harder question than you make it out to, like, than you make it out to be, because, uh, I just think, at its base, I think it's anime in its purest form. True. Just because it is, um, just has, not like this fantasy element to it, but it's, it follows, like, a magic user. He's kicked out of his family, because uh, he can't use fire magic. He's supposed to be, like, the next head of the household, but he can't use fire magic. He kicks out, so he becomes a contractor for a different element, a wind user, and he just comes in, uh, cool, badass, however you want to label it, and he's hired to solve these cases, essentially. Um, So you have this fighting aspect, you have this magic aspect, um, and everything is pretty grounded in the way it is applied. Yeah, and the funny thing about it is he's played as an underdog, because he's contracted with an element that he's not supposed to be able to use. Yes. Wind and fire aren't supposed to mix. Yeah. So he's really kind of like an outcast, but it turns out he's overpowered. Yes. Because he can't use fire magic or is just incapable of using fire magic, he gives wind magic basically just everything, and he turns out to kind of be a natural. So... It really works well. Um, it's a safe anime to watch with the kids around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for the most part. But yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But like with most things, there's some questionable stuff in there. But um, Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's all I got to say. If you're watching Game of Thrones with your kids, there's some conversations. Um, so, Causing No Stigma... I, th- I think that's a pretty good one to start off on. For sure. Um, and one most people wouldn't say, so you go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Hunter Hunter's got to be in there. Solid. Hunter solid, Hunter's, solid. Really, even though it's not complete, <laughs> they're coming back in the fall. Uh, fingers, fingers crossed. crossed. Uh, 
He likes to take <laughs> very long breaks. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn, because I said Hunter Hunter, I can't say Yu Hawk show now. Uh, well, I mean, I could, but like to keep it diversified. Um, it's, uh, I would go ahead and say My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. That's always a good one because it's. I, I think I recommend that anime once a day. Yeah, because that, that is a true shonen anime. Yeah. Um, so I really do appreciate that one. Um, I will go ahead and say Princess Stride also, just because it's so good. Um, again, anime in its purest form. 12 episode run. It's nice and easy to get through. Um, pretty good storyline. Um, and then, dang it, what was the last one? Uh, I would go ahead and say, is it wrong to pick up girls that I'm not doing? Bold, I know. Bold, that's a bold move, bro. It's bold, but so good. Again, it has one season right now. It has a spinoff, but it's coming back for season two. But so good. Yeah, I, uh, I'm going to go ahead and piggyback off of that and work backwards because I was going to um, start somewhere else. But Notice I said that last. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say this one first because it's probably the most contemporary one, the most recent one. Um, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Mm-hmm. I started watching that. Really good. Again, one of those animes that's probably you say for the back end yeah. of your anime viewing when you're a little bit more mature and more nuanced and understand some some Japanese culture, some anime tropes. Um, but it's one of those animes where, again, the, the, the main character is both... At, at the, like it's, he is both the main character of the show and not the main character of the show. The world becomes the main character of the show. Um... Obviously, you got to go with Fairy Tale. That's a show that I know you probably wanted to pick, but I think Fairy Tale is a solid anime. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't consider this an anime, but if you don't, you're silly and you don't know what animation is. <laughs> the, the power of friendship. The... Hey. <laughs> like, it, it's, it's a stupid anime thing, but it's anime nonetheless. It's an anime thing. Um, We're not going to talk about Soul Eater. I almost said Soul Eater, but I'm friendship. like, you know. That ending, yeah. We're going to, we're going to back right listen we got it i'm gonna walk i'm gonna backslide out of that dragon ball yeah super original dragon ball yes. i would say original dragon ball dragon ball z and super mm-hmm. i would avoid gt because it's too much it had cool concepts it had cool concepts but if you're coming into anime i think dragon ball is a perfect place to start you watch super you watch the broly movie and then you just go backtrack to original dragon ball and dragon ball z and you're pretty much good if you want to understand... To understand anime, I'd say even just stick with the original Dragon Ball. Yeah, just stick with the original Dragon Ball. Because they were throwing hands. Facts. It wasn't just about power level. Tien won an entire martial arts tournament. Which, again, people so, forget he's actually one of the best fighters. He, I think he's one of the best antagonists True. that Goku's ever faced. True. Like, Yamcha used to be an antagonist. People don't understand that. Yamcha used to be so dope. Yamcha, like, was a problem. Yes. At some point. Like, and it still baffles me that Tien bested Goku in martial arts tournament. said, come back in three years. <laughs> but hey, you know, we didn't, we didn't, it didn't, it didn't really work out too well for him. But, um, I think I got one more pick, right? Yeah. Ooh, that's a tough one. I said Dragon Ball. I said that time I got reincarnated. I said a fairy tale. Mm-hmm. What else did I say? No, I got two picks left. For the port pick, for the fourth pick in the anime watching duel. Um, oh yeah, I was gonna say, I said that's a fairy tale. Yeah, yeah, fairy tale. Yeah. Um, Trigon. It's a weird one. It's slow. But it'll it'll teach you patience and getting a foundation for different kinds of anime and the final pick I'll go Naruto. Mm-hmm. Naruto is one of those things where you watch it and you struggle with it and you're like, this doesn't make any sense and what happened to the hand signs and wait, it that's his cousin? I thought that was his brother. It's wait, 
they're both brothers. No, wait, they're cousins. Oh no, they're not cousins. They're just from the same village. Yeah. Wait a minute. You mean this guy and this guy were hanging around way back when, when the village was first founded? Wait, so Naruto and Sasuke are not cousins. Oh, they are cousins? Are they not cousins? But the payoff is phenomenal. And the yoppers. So many yoppers. First of actually, all. Actually, no. We're not, like, not to throw any disrespect or shade at the show. You can watch the show. You cannot watch the show. Just go and watch episode 58, Boruto. All you need to know. That's all you need to know. The greatest fight. One, obviously, um, it almost won the award. Should have won the award if you asked. Did it win the award? No, it didn't. No, it did. Stupid. Uh, all, all for one versus all night. That's a very solid win. I cannot. But I, God, that's hard. That's hard. To, <laughs> that's a hard one to pick against. Yeah. That's, ah, oh, that's a hard one to pick against. That's yeah. like one, like, which Jordan Game 6 W do you like best? They're all amazing. Yeah. Um, but no, the fight with Naruto Momoshiki, um, high res, uproared, and cleaned up with a lot of just fan good quality fan service. Again, I'm teaching you teaching you words that might fan service is not always a bad thing. It's not always a bad thing. It's just giving the fans what they want. Be careful what times it's boobs. Be careful where you say fan service in an anime because you might get some things you are not ready for. Again, if you hear if you hear fan service and the and which blade comes up, run in the other direction. Mostly boobs. But like I can't stress it enough like I'm not trying to be grotesque. It's just it's just, it's just, that's, the Japanese are weird. They say fan service, they mean boobs. Yes. 80% of the time. Yes. But fan service, uh, giving the fans what they want, that fight really did uh, with callbacks to, Everything. again, that progression as you grew with Naruto and Sasuke. Things from different fights that they experienced. Yeah. Again, fam, we haven't seen Naruto actually throw hands this solidly in a long time. Yep. I don't think since he first really got pissed off with Kakashi and like actually tried to fight him. Yes. Obviously, he lost, but um, or fighting with Oito or Madara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or um, again, when he and Nar- when he and Sasuke fought at the waterfall, Valley of the End. Valley of the End. That was a solid fist. I- Naruto punched the breaks off of Sasuke. That was it's like, listen, I am bringing you home whether you want to come. That's the first time you got in a fight with your brother and you thought you could win. Yeah. And he smacked the brakes off of you, but you were like, nope, I'm here. <laughs> run it back. Double run it back. Nothing. Double <laughs> nothing. Pretty much. Pretty much is what Naruto said. It was like, run it back. Double I think nothing. that was actually the first time we saw him straight up was like, yo, this dude actually know, has some pretty good taijutsu. <laughs> right? Because it's usually just straight Rasengan. Yeah. Shadow Rasengan. Shadow Clones Rasengan. That's that dude ran out of chakra. He's just like, I got to do something. <laughs> Again, well, I need to emphasize. Five fingers said to the face, sit down. Like, he said, he punched Sasuke so hard. Sasuke, like, had to be like, wait a minute. Is this Naruto? And he had to, like, he had to go into overdrive. Because he's like, if I don't, if I don't take him seriously, I'm going to lose. And Naruto pushed Sasuke to his very limit. For them to bring in some of the stuff into that fight where they weren't fighting on the opposite teams, they were fighting on the same team. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. I still, Sasuke's got one arm. I still would not mess with him. No, no, no. no, no. I would not cross he him. He is a, I would say he's a demigod. That would be underestimating him. Dude is a full blown Herculean god mm-hmm. with one arm. Yes. Still slapping around. He might grab his prosthetic once in a while just to slap you with it. Just just because. But anyways, not to deter you guys from watching a really great anime. It's something that's stapled across all childhoods. Um, literally has its own run. The Naruto run. Everyone knows it. You've Everybody seen knows it. it. People call it the anime run wrong. It's, it's the, the Naruto, Naruto run. run. Which, it really bugs me out that Boruto doesn't run like that. Yeah, he tries to be all proper. He does it. Once in a fight, um, he was running on the wall, and I think he tried to. Yeah, he had a he had a kunai in his mouth, and he he Naruto run up the wall, and we we're like, oh, it's back, and then he landed and did do it again. So. Yeah. But those are our recommendations. If you're new in anime, or if you know someone uh, that is wanting to get an anime but they don't know where to start, you have now have a list. You now have, you have a list. Ten recommendations for those of you who do watch anime, read the mangas, tweet at us 
let us know what your list is. Yeah, what are what are some sleepers that you're reading or watching right now? Facts. We'd be interested to see what's, what's going on in the community. Right. I stick to... I have two that I consistently read and I keep up with. Yeah. One Piece and My Hero Academia. Uh, I am slowly but surely catching up on One Piece. Um, basically, I watch one episode a month. Um, but I'm reading My Hero Academia now, loving every second of it. And I am actually, for the first time in my life, reading a brand new manga week to week. I, every I get a notification on my on my phone every Wednesday at 11 a.m. And that's when usually I, I just take a break from work, pop open my browser, read, and then go back to work. Or if it's a slow day, I dual screen, lifesavers. Yeah. <laughs> and I read it while um, there's nothing really going on at the office. But Samurai 8. Um, again, I just we just spent 10 minutes talking about Naruto. The creator of Naruto made a samurai anime. He did ninjas, now he's doing samurai. Mm-hmm. Um, really good anime. Uh, basically a sick kid. Samurai Champloon. Honorable mention. I wanted to mention that because that's my favorite anime of all time. Leave it on the back end. Yeah. So you got you to gotta graduate. Work to it. You need, you need to graduate anime high school before you watch that one. That one's advanced. Still, I'd recommend everyone watch it at least once. I love it. I watch it once a year. Ooh. I, not a series, but a movie. Your name. I still haven't watched that because I'm not ready to cry. There's a DVD. We have, we have two DVDs and a digital code. I'm still not. I still yeah. haven't watched it. Actually, the creators... We talked about it uh, several weeks ago, but the creators are making a new movie that's supposed to come out this summer. Ooh. Weathering with You. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to watch your name then. Yes. And Rad Wimps, the people that did the soundtrack for your name, are doing this one as well. Gonna be a cruel summer. Cruel summer. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another episode of Be More About Nothing, the show where we have 32-minute intros and 17-minute outros. Flip that around, 17-minute intros, 32-minute outros. I am one of your hosts, Mookie833, underscore on Instagram, uh, double underscore on Instagram, joined by the gracious one and only, Mateo Young Gun Chogun. It's always a pleasure to do a podcast. We want to thank you for rocking with us for so many years. Make sure you tweet at us your favorite anime list. Tweet at us what you're reading. Tweet at us what you're watching. Um, Nerd Gang got to unite every once in a while. We might have a meetup here soon or not. We're figuring things out. Yeah. I And we recently have it started. We stopped talking about gaming stuff just because we have a new gaming podcast. Yes. Uh, the TDM show. Yes. Uh, With, so if you remember if you remember when we were doing games. Our GameStop guru. GameStop guru. GameStop Greg. He's back in the building. We've uh, partnered with him, rocking it out on TDM. It's a really fun time over there. Um, mostly about us talking about the stuff we want and the stuff we don't want from games. Stuff and we've been playing. Stuff we've been playing. So And specifically all our E3 stuff. A lot of E3 stuff on the podcast right now. Is on that. If you want to hear about our thoughts about Kojima, pop over to the TDM or podcast. What, or what we think is going to be the greatest mic drop of E3. Facts. Lot, lot, of, lot of deep cuts over there. Yes. Y'all just have to go over there and listen for yourselves. And if you like sports podcasts or pop culture and music, we've partnered with Track Record. We've been partnering for them with a while. We're loving the partnership. Track Record Sports, Track Record Media. Uh, shout out to the young homie Chance Chamberlain. He's really killing it. Um, go check that over on Spotify, Anchor. Their Facebook and- page is Track Record Media. Yes. T-R-A-K-K Record. One K away from being problematic, but it's okay. <laughs> we still appreciate them. Love what they're doing. Uh, so yeah, check them out. Yeah, and we appreciate you. So tweet at us. Make sure you leave a like, a rate, a review wherever you're listening to this. We would love to hear from you. I don't know that we ever actually said what our handles were. Like we said, tweeted us. You can tweet us at Email Podcast. There you go. Instagram at Email Podcast. There you go. Facebook.com backslash you more about nothing. Write it down. You know where to find us. iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, rate, review. Leave a comment. And on that note, I think it's time to say it, dude. Matthew, you wanna do the you wanna you wanna do the honor, sir? Um Sure, I will. But all I'm gonna say is cool bar never deserved to be in that show. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna need you to stop disrespecting my man Kurobar. Someone someone sent me the picture. I've seen it several thousand times, I'll see it a thousand times more. Uh Blake Griffin is just a real life cool <laughs> Blake Griffin is a real life cool bar. Oh, I mean he went man. to the piston and what's happened?
He almost got he, he almost got to the playoffs. Um, almost don't cut it. You're not wrong. If you're not first, you're last. Actually, I think they did get to the playoffs. They just got eliminated real early. Uh, Sixers? No, Boston. <laughs> that was never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, guys, uh, as always, it's Money in the Banana Stand. You know, spirit gun on deck. Try me if you want to. You don't want no smoke. Spirit detectives out. Mm-hmm.